Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Liftoff with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Stephen Rosen. How are you doing, Stephen? And where are you hanging out right now? I'm doing great. I'm. Uh, it's not early morning, but it's morning. I'm in... Uh... Toronto, Canada. So uh, glad to join you halfway across the world. Wonderful, wonderful. It's a pleasure having you here today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. So Stephen Rosen is a sales leadership coach. His authentic and engaging coaching style coupled with his deep sales leadership experience makes him a great choice for business owners and sales leaders that want to achieve their goals. I think your mission statement, as you say on your website, mentoring sales leaders to achieve outstanding results during times of change is remarkable, contemporary and very important. So I'm very thankful that I can talk to you today, Stephen. Well, thank you. That's a great, great summary. And uh, it is needed more, more today than it was three, four years ago. So, uh, yes. So true. We live in, in, in changing times. Hey, that's, that's very, for sure. Very much so. So shall we get to it? Let's, let, let's get at her. Let's, let's get started. Get at it. <laughs> let's get started. Right. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Okay. Well, you know, it's interesting. I work with, as you mentioned, sales leaders, which includes the executive level and the frontline level. And my belief is certainly the frontline level are the key to driving performance in sales organizations. And, uh, you know, there's many challenges and I've been trying to sort of uh, encompass what they're facing. And probably, I don't want to sound uh, repetitive, but I mean, COVID has changed all our worlds right? We're, we're in, I'm in Canada. We're slowly opening up in the province that I'm at. Friday, I can go have a, a meal in a restaurant indoors. Uh, so we've been through 16, 17, 18 months of, uh, you know, I'm still alive, so I don't want to say hell, but it, it's been challenging. And for the sales organization, for salespeople who still need to produce results, whether it be via Zoom meetings or face-to-face, -face, there's been tremendous change. And it's caused a lot of stress on the leadership level, figuring out what to do, how to do it, how to lead the change that they need to happen in their organization. And it's been very challenging. It's been very overwhelming. They're the people who have to keep their people engaged. And how do we keep them engaged where, you know, they're dealing with stress and uh, trust me, there's more to come as we go, as we transition back into a the new normal, whatever that may look like, we're all trying to figure out what that is and what that is for our company, for ourselves. Uh, so I, I try to help those folks make better decisions, understand how to lead change because change management is a skill to itself and probably the one of the most important skills right now uh, and also deliver outstanding results. And what are common mistakes they make when trying to, and typically trying to solve that problem? Yeah. Yeah. You know, 
especially now we're dealing with a situation that none of us has really dealt with, right? I remember when COVID hit, I did a webinar and I said, well, in three months when we go back, uh, what are you going to do? Because that was my anticipation of what we were going to, you know, we will sort of overcome this, like maybe other flus that we've had. And three months, you need to be thinking about what to do. Well, no one anticipated th th this to drag on. I mean, we're not out of the woods yet. Uh, but when you're leading change and when you're making changes, because you have to, the marketplace is demanding that you go to market differently. The biggest issue is, first of all, even going back, nobody wants change, right? We're all sort of resistant to change. Salespeople have been successfully saying, well, you got to do things differently. So, so the biggest mistake I think many leaders make is they don't involve the people who the change is happening to in the process. Right. You need to be if you want to, you know, change, you can come up with the best idea. But if no one wants to implement it because they're afraid, because they don't have the skills, because they think, what the hell is management doing? Uh, then it doesn't matter how smart you are. So part of the change process is involving whether it be your salespeople, your customers, understanding what their needs are because they've changed how they do business has changed. Uh, also involving one of the things um, with sales leaders, and it's different than other leaders like CEOs, uh, like uh, marketing people who have associations they can go to and interact with. The sales leader tends to be more of a lone wolf position. Nobody wants to share their sales secrets, right? Nobody wants to talk to competitors or other people. And that's a big miss. I mean, CEOs spend time in, in groups understanding what other CEOs are facing. And um, so what I did early on is we, we formed a, a working group. It's, it's now called a mastermind group because that's the right title, I guess. But, you know, how are you involving your people in the change before implementing the change on them? Uh, and that's a big mistake because if you want to change, you've got to have people involved in the process. That's my long answer to your short question, but it, it's a very important step to, to include those people in the change process. Otherwise, there's fear, there's reluctance, uh, and, and and it just doesn't happen as effectively as it can. No, it's it's a fantastic answer. So, and of course, it's uh, it's all about you know not creating too much friction in your in your uh, organization, and uh, to bring people on board and to align them with your overall strategy is key. And be having that clarity uh, is, I think, uh, our best. Uh, sign of uh, a good leader and uh, you know salespeople as you as you mentioned are on the front and so they also have to lead and with an ever-changing environment it's it's even more important to have also someone like you to help them so definitely yeah so before i ask Stephen, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement let me quickly say something to our audience here if you're enjoying the show so far please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show thank you in advance for spreading the word so Stephen, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that issue yeah that, that, that's a great question and i kind of thought about that and uh, I, I think i may have mentioned earlier but uh, you know the sales leaders who do the best in terms of creating change, have a network of people they can go to. Uh, and, and sometimes outside their organization, they have friends who are in similar uh, situations that they can see what's happening uh, or see what other people are doing, learn from best practices. And I think we don't do that often enough in terms of networking, 
having a, uh, I don't know, advisory group, advising other people, but really sharing with, with peers to me is one of the greatest forms of learning. Um, you know, I may facilitate some of that, but there's no reason why you can't pick up the phone. Uh, you know, I was going to say go out for, for a coffee, but sometimes that's still limited. Uh, although Friday, uh, tomorrow, we actually change that in, uh, in at least my province. Uh, but, but, but speak to other people. Uh, speak to your customers. There, there's no cost to doing that. And I always used to say, if you think you know more than your customer, then you're making two mistakes. <laughs> right? <laughs> One, you don't, and two, you're, two, you're missing out on, on valuable input. So, so the smart sales leader, uh, you know, and it doesn't have to be actually leaders if I think about it, uh, speak to your salespeople, see what's going on, right? When you're sitting in, you know, I've been there. So when you're sitting in the ivory tower, you may think you have the best ideas, but how do you road test it? How do you, how do you see what other people have done? How do you learn from others? And uh, what I have found, the sales executive is pretty isolated because you're not going to go to your boss and say, what should I do? Because then you look like uh, you don't know what you're doing. So, so a free thing is always have a network of people who you trust, who you can advise them and who can advise you. So you're making better decisions. Uh, and, and there's really no cost to doing that and, and, and building that. And it's also good on many other accounts. Uh, you know, your, your job security is not what you do, but it's who you know. So keeping a network and, and, and connecting with like-minded people is just so critical for me and the, a step that I know I didn't do very well when I was in industry. And I constantly encourage uh, executives and managers to do that. Mm. No, you're so right. And uh, kind of agree more with that. So I think, you know, creating relationships is the key here always to uh, get better in networking and, uh, you know, even in, in these times, you know, we we just so easily can connect to each other. Look at us, you know, kind of yeah. like, well, here we go. And just having uh, an, a conversation. And uh, it's so, so much easier also in these changing times and so important. So thank you for, for, for bringing that up as an advice. It's, it's very valuable. So what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with that issue or in a broader sense? Well, you know, I, we all offer a lot of free resources. I've got a tremendous amount of articles, but really in terms of highest value, uh, free resource. Three times a week, I have free coaching sessions for sales executives. If they've never been with a coach before, if they want advice, and I'm actually afraid to mention this because uh, sometimes there's an onslaught of, of calls. Uh, but uh, I mean, you, you know, you, you ask the question and, uh, you know, the advice I share with people who on a free on a free session is not different from what I share in a paid session or a paid coaching engagement. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it, it, it's just good to open up, uh, get an outside perspective or someone to ask you questions that you're not really thinking of. So if you go to my website, which I'm sure you'll mention towards the end, I'm not going to uh, uh, promote, but you can do the promotion on my behalf. Uh, <laughs> sure. There are a number of spots where you can book a call with me and, uh, uh, you know, I get great, you know, want to get clients from that. But two, you know, even if someone doesn't sign up, there, there's tremendous value with speaking to someone different. I, I mean, I've got a lot, you know, as I said, I'm authentic. Uh, sometimes engaging, hopefully today engaging, but uh, <laughs> I've got 30 years of, uh, of leadership experience and the, in most cases can dive in and help people quickly focus in on what's critical. So uh, take me up on that, I guess. N not too many people, but a few people are more than welcome to, uh, to connect and, uh, and, and, and see what, the, what value they can derive from a, 
45 minutes to an hour conversation. Wonderful. Wow. I can't, I can't wait until I promote this properly. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Now remember, sales leaders only. <laughs> I, I, I don't I do anything you. with marriages or with spouses. Although sometimes the spouses thank me because uh, they don't have to hear the, uh, I, I don't know how to use the, you know, the, the, their, their spouses complaining, yes. you know, they yes. can share that with me because uh, I understand. But uh, yeah. No, of course. No, I get it. So, and of course, you will put the link in the show description so folks can uh, look it up. And it's all about creating relationships. And this is a wonderful first step. So, yeah. Stephen, what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? You know, I'm going to use that question actually in my in my coaching because that's a great question. Um, so, so I, I thought about it because, uh, as your audience knows, you share the questions in advance. So you're not catching me off guard here because I had a little chance to think about it yesterday. But here's the one question. Uh, I'm, I'm taking a peek for it, but I, I know the, uh, the, the question is, what are you doing right now to help sales executives and managers uh, become better at leading change? Mm. Very good question. Do you, care, do you care to answer it? <laughs> Ah, I was wondering if I'd have to answer it. Uh, yes. So, so, and this, this is going to be, a, and I want to preface uh, promotional. Uh, okay. And, and there's nothing wrong with promotional, right? But here's the one thing that I, I started doing back when COVID hit. I created a mastermind group and I never did that before. I've been in business for 20 years. I've never run a mastermind group and we've been going at it for a year. Uh, there's some very sort of senior sales leaders and, and folks from different industries. And what I have found is that, you know, we have one person from logistics, one person from uh, uh, oncology, where they have very high end uh, remedies to for cancer, that some of the issues are the same. And sometimes seeing, you know, how other people are, how other sales leaders are living, where, you know, pharmaceutical has high margins, logistics or, or transportation has very low margins. So seeing what different managers and leaders are facing is tremendous. So what I've decided to do, and we're, we're, we're launching uh, shortly, is two other advisory groups or mastermind groups, which are low commitment because most sales executives tell me they don't have time. So we've launched for an hour a month to meet with the same group on an ongoing basis. And it's high value. Uh, low time commitment and very low cost. And it's not it's not a money maker, but it's an opportunity to bring people together. And on Fridays, which is tomorrow, I have uh, we have one of our meetings. I love it. You know, I get I actually get great ideas. I learn from from others, and uh, you know the, that's the beauty of it. All I have to do is ask a couple of questions, and these guys are uh, rocking and rolling. Or we put people in the hot seat, and they share their biggest challenges. And uh, I you know I have found that invaluable. So I'm excited about the concept. Uh, I know it works and uh, love to share it with a few, a few more. And uh, it, it makes Fridays uh, fun. So now you know why I'm so excited about uh, interviewing guests on my show, because I always learn something new. It's always bringing, coming together with people, talk to them, ask them questions, right? 100%. That's coaching. <laughs> that's, uh, that's leading. Uh, so, so good for you. I, I think, uh, you know, and, and you probably can see I'm, I'm a little energized when I talk about this stuff, but, uh, you know, j joking aside, uh, it's very energizing. And some of these people, and I'm, you know, tell me that that's the, their, their best, uh, we do it once a month, but they look forward to our sessions because they can 
take off all their their problems and hear other people's problems and think, oh my God, I don't have it so bad. <laughs> or, yeah. I, or some, you know, taking notes thinking, wow, I, I actually have some good takeaways here that I can implement. And, and that's where the value comes in and the camaraderie. And, you know, these are people you don't see day to day, but once a month, you know, you're going to interact with them and uh, they build friendships. Mm. So that makes me makes it really easy to connect it again to the families because you know the analogy here is coming together is kind of like you know what how we started as as humans you know we gathered together within your, our families came together in our tribes and then we shared stories so I think it's always repeating itself and this finally brings me to my last question and it's a personal one when was yeah. the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why uh, and that's you know that's the, uh, the the question you really i have to dig in deep to to think about and uh, uh, provide some authenticity on what that is and i don't get goosebumps very often i wish i did but uh, except maybe when i had my covid shot i had goosebumps and fever uh, but, but, but but you know it's a good question and 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 the 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 answer is you know i've got two children um one is graduated two years ago one just graduated this year and uh, you know we all think very highly of our children Right. But, you know, and and we know the goods and the bads, but uh, uh, I'm very lucky. Uh, my children take after my wife. So all the good things they have, they've gotten from her and all the bad habits, for some reason, lead back to me. But <laughs> it's, I'm not answering your question, but it's always funny yeah. to say that because there, there's some truth to it. A little <laughs> bit of truth. Um, but the, the one thing that gives me goosebumps, my, my daughter's doing both my kids want to go into sales. I don't know why. They both they both have business backgrounds and uh, both the bad influence. It's the yes, bad influence. There you go. There you go. So, so my daughter's working in sales, and uh, uh, you know, my daughter's got some special. All, all kids have their special things, right? But what gives me goosebumps is when my kids are recognized for the things I see that they do tremendously well. Mm. And I'm kind of a cuckoo father in that way, or maybe a normal father. I, I don't know, but uh, you, you know, my, my daughter got a, a note from the VP of Sales. And I had her read it to me four times. She says, Dad, I read it to you already. I said, I want to hear what he said again. Can you be very specific what he said? And my son's gotten some praise for some work he's done. And it's like, okay, so what did they say? You know, so for me, you know, whether it's a goosebump moment or a proud moment, those are the things that, that you know, if I were to answer your, answer your question honestly, those are the things that I really feel good about, proud about, and I can't hear enough. Now, I can hear bad things too, but when the kids get recognized outside what I see, because I actually have, I think, some of an objective view of things, but hearing other people say it to me it makes me very proud. And uh, hopefully, you know, the one thing I've learned, um, you know, I was in industry for a number of years and, and left because it had a impact, negative impact on my health, uh, is that Corporate life is not easy. It's actually difficult as hell. And, and one of the things, maybe messages I can share with uh, <clears throat> with your audience is that, you know, there's ups and downs. Sometimes things go well, sometimes, especially in a sales environment, sometimes, you know, your, your competitor's having your lunch uh, or, or you've got a tough boss is, and this is my, 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 my message, is it's very important to fortify yourself with good stuff that you internalize for the tougher times, right? And I only learned that after the fact, 
if you're having success, make sure you internalize those successes because there's times that are going to be difficult. And if you can internalize those, it can, using your language, it can energize you in difficult times, can give you the right mindset. But sometimes we get too deep in and, and, and things aren't going well. And it's not our fault. It may be so, you know, but, but, but really take the, the, the good things and internalize those so you can fortify yourself when challenges come up. Wonderful ending. Thank you, Stephen, for sharing this wonderful goosebumps moment. <laughs> Thank you for sharing, you know, um, this wonderful statement uh, at the end. And uh, thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you. And I appreciate very much the knowledge and insight you shared with us today. Well, you're too kind. And thank you for reaching out. Uh, it's amazing the people that you, you meet in your journey and uh, uh, keep up the good work that you're doing, sharing with different audiences, uh, how we can all make a difference. And uh, I think it's wonderful work. And uh, maybe one day I'll have my own podcast and invite you on to talk about the wonderful things you're doing. So thank you for the opportunity to share and, and interact. And uh, I know we're connected on LinkedIn now. So, uh, you know, so, so it's a pleasure. Thanks so much. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Thank you again. It was my pleasure too. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.